Special Olympic World Games are for competitors with intellectual and mental disabilities. Just like the regular Olympics, the games open with the lighting of the huge torch from a flame that's been carried around the world by these special athletes. And if you've ever watched that part of the torch run, you've likely had tears in your eyes because the courage and the determination and the hope on the faces of these particular runners is awesome. They personify the Special Olympic Oath, which is, let me win. But if I can't win, let me be brave in the attempt. And as the torch is carried around the world, runners encounter all kinds of discouraging weather and difficult circumstances, but they don't quit. And they don't quit because the torch they carry is called the Flame of Hope. This is Daily Hope, and I'm Rick Warren. Today on Daily Hope with Pastor Rick Warren, we continue in a series called Shape to Make a Difference with part two of a three-part message called Why God Shaped You the Way He Did, taken from various portions of Scripture. Here's Rick. Spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personality, experiences. These are the five things that make you, you. And in that combination of spiritual gifts that you have, heart, passion, interests, Why do you think you have those interests? God gave them to you. You're interested in golf or sports or hunting or sewing or art or music or a million other things. Where do you think you got that interest? You got it from God. God wired it into your system because he wanted us all to do different things. If we all like to do the same thing, there'd be a lot left undone in the world. So God gives you these five things. You're unique and you're special and nobody's gonna be like you. And if you don't be you, there's gonna be a hole missing in history. Now, why should I care? You say, so what? Why should I even care? Oh, you should care. There are a lot of reasons. Number one, because my shape reveals God's purpose for me. It reveals God's purpose for me. The way you find out what God wants you to do with your life is to discover how he shaped you. And the better you understand that, the more clear what God wants you to do with your life will be. In architecture, they have a phrase that goes like this, form follows function. All architects know this, form follows function. And what that means is, tell me what you want the building to be used for, and then I'll tell you how to form it. Tell me what the function of it is, and then I'll tell you what to build to build it. If you want the function to be a church, well, you build it one way. If you want it to be a cafeteria, you build the building another way. If you want it to be a school or a theater or a business or an office, then you build it a different way. So tell me what the function is, what you're going to do in it, and then we will design it to fit that function. And that's how it works in architecture. But with human beings, it's the exact opposite. In human beings, function follows form. Function follows form. In other words, figure out how God shaped me and then I'll know what his purpose is for my life. Figure out how he formed me and then I'll know his will for the rest of my life. If I figure out how he wired me up, that will give me a pretty good clue as to what he expects me to do. Because God would not give me gifts and heart and ability and personality and experience in one area and then say, oh, by the way, we're going to ignore all that and I want you to do this over here that you hate to do and you're bad at. 
If you're good at something, it's a pretty good indication that's what God wants you to do. We're going to look at this in great detail in the weeks ahead. But knowing how you're shaped gives you the direction of your life. That's why it's so important. You need this series. God said this to Jeremiah in chapter one. Before I shaped you, there's that word again. Before I shaped you in the womb, I knew all about you. Before you saw the light of day, I had holy plans for you. Would you circle that holy plans? God had holy plans for you before you were even born. Before you came out of your mother, before you saw the light of day, God said, I had already had all these plans designed for you. He says to Jeremiah, a spokesman to the nations, that's what I had in mind for you. And did you know that God had something in mind for you before you popped out of your mama? <laughs> he did. God had something in mind for you. He already had decided what he wanted you to do with your life. Now, here's the thing. God won't force you to do his plan. You can waste your life. You can blow your life. You can use it on all kinds of personal, self-centered, all kinds of things and totally miss God's plan and purpose for your life. In fact, most people do. And that's the tragedy. And that's why they're so frustrated and why they're lonely and why they worry and why they feel depressed because they're trying to do their thing and be something that somebody else wants them to be rather than what God wanted them to do and be what God wanted them to be. God says, before you were even born, I had holy plans for you. And he had stuff in mind. Number two, not only because it reveals God's purpose for me, but because it equips me to serve him. God equips you to serve him through your shape. The Bible says this in Isaiah 49, God formed me in my mother's womb to be his servant. And he commissioned me. God has a mission for you that he has commissioned you to do. God says, I shaped you to serve me and I made you for a mission. I shaped you to serve me and I made you for a mission. And if there's a life mission that God has for you that nobody else in this planet can do. Nobody else may even know about it, but it's what God wants you to do with your life. And maybe you've missed that mission and maybe you've missed serving God. And I'm saying, okay, let's start today. Let's make the rest of your life the best of your life. Let's don't blow it for all of your life. Let's just say, okay, I messed up a few years, but now I'm going to shape, find my shape and serve God. And I'm going to find my mission and do it and be what God made me to be and do what he made me to do. Now, God will never ask you to do anything in life that he hasn't already given you the ability to do. So you look at your abilities and go, hmm, I'm good at that. That's what God wants me to do. The third thing, because life is a test. Life is a test. Now, this is a big one. You need to know your shape because this is preparation for eternity. We've talked about this so many times that this life is preparation for the next life in heaven where you're gonna spend trillions of years and on this side, you're only gonna spend 80 or 100 years. And God says, this is a test. I'm testing to see you what you do with what you've been given on earth 
And based on that, I will determine what I give you to do in heaven for eternity. One day, you're going to stand before God and he's going to ask you two questions. Sometime within the next 100 years, you're going to stand before God. And when you stand before him, he's going to give you the final exam. And my job as your pastor who loves you is to help you prepare for that exam. And my job, fortunately, is God wants you to pass it and he's already told us the answers. Now, the first question God's going to ask you is this. What did you do with my son, Jesus Christ? He's not going to ask you, were you Catholic or Baptist or Buddhist or Jewish or Muslim? Or He's not going to ask you what religion you were. He's going to say, what did you do with my son, Jesus Christ? I sent him to earth to be your savior, to die on the cross for you. Did you accept that? Or did you just blow that off? Did you accept what I sent him to do? To give forgiveness, to give salvation, to give you a ticket to heaven. The answer is, I accepted Jesus as your son. I accepted Jesus as my Lord, as my savior. I accepted Jesus and what he did for me. I accepted his forgiveness and I began to learn and trust him. That's the question that gets you into heaven. All the works on earth will do nothing in getting you into heaven. It's just that first question. What did you do with my son? That's Rick Warren with a portion of today's message called Why God Shaped You the Way He Did from the series Shape to Make a Difference. We'll continue with more in a moment. But right now, you know this broadcast isn't the only place to hear Daily Hope. Check out rickwarren.org and you can learn what it means to be saved. Listen to other Daily Hope broadcasts, request prayer, or shop our online store for CDs, Bible studies, MP3s, books, and more. Plus, you can also sign up for Rick's free daily email devotional. So visit us online anytime. rickwarren.org You can also email Rick anytime at rick at rickwarren.org. He would love to hear your story. You know, there's more Daily Hope with Rick Warren in just a moment. How important is your shape to you? In his book, Purpose Driven Life, Rick Warren talks about how important your own shape is. Your uniqueness as a person is your shape. Your shape is a combination of your spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personality, and experiences. Your shape. Need help understanding your unique shape? Working with Rick Warren, Pastor Eric Rees put together a six-session DVD and study guide called Shape, Finding and Fulfilling Your Unique Purpose for Life. This empowering teaching gives you the tools you need to unlock your God-given potential, and it shows you how to unfold a kingdom plan for your life. The Shaped DVD and Study Guide are in one kit and is our gift to thank you for your donation to support this Daily Hope broadcast. So please request your kit when you call 800-600-5004. Tap into the you that God shaped you to be. Request your Shaped Study Kit today, 800-600-5004. Daily Hope is a 100% listener-supported program, so thank you for your support to keep us on the station. Once again, here's Rick Warren. The second question is not about salvation. It's about the stewardship of life. And that's the question, what did you do with what you were given? And that's the second great question. And that's going to determine not whether you get into heaven, but what you do after you get there. And Jesus told a number of stories in which he said that your rewards in heaven and your role in heaven and your responsibility in heaven will be based on what did you do with what you were given here? What did you do with the talent I gave you? 
What did you do with the freedom I gave you? What did you do with the health that I gave you? What did you do with the family that I gave you? What did you do with the relationships? What did you do with your network? What did you do with the education you were given? What did you do with your spiritual gift and your heart and your abilities? What did you do with the personality I gave you? And what did you do with the experiences I gave you? Did you just use them on yourself? Or did you just really learn to use it for my purposes? That is the question that this series is to help design, to help you prepare for. And God says this, he says, if you're faithful in what I gave you here on earth, and I didn't give you a whole lot here on earth, I didn't give you a lot of money, I didn't give you a lot of everything, I, I, you know, I gave you a little bit, okay? And I gave you talent, I didn't give you all the talent in the world, but I gave you a little bit, and I gave you some interests and some abilities and some personality. If you're faithful in what little I gave you here on earth, then I can trust you with greater roles, greater responsibilities, and greater rewards in heaven. But if you're not faithful in that little stuff, I can't trust you in heaven. This life is a test. God teaches it over and over and over in the Bible. Look at this one verse up on the screen. Jesus says this. From where he sits, God overlooks all of us on earth. This isn't Jesus, it's Psalms. He has shaped each person in turn, and now he watches everything we do. Now notice, it says God is watching everything you do. Do you remember that song Bette Midler used to sing? From a distance, God is watching us. Well, she got it half right. Yes, God is watching, but he's not watching from a distance. He's right here. He's with you. If you're a believer, he's in you. He's up close and personal. He is intimately interested in every single detail of your life. Even how many hairs wash out of your head and go into the shower drain each morning. God says every hair in your head is numbered and he knows when, when you've lost a few. Now, God is watching you here on earth. What is he watching? To see what you do with your shape. And Jesus said this, look at the screen again. Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, in other words, the stuff I give you here on the earth, Who will trust you with true riches, true spiritual riches that go on forever and ever in eternity? Because if you haven't handled what I gave you on earth, what do you think I'm going to do with you in heaven? This is a test. And so it's very important that you know your shape. The fourth reason is because it shows God's glory. When you use your shape and you do what God made you to do, it not only feels good to you, It makes God smile. You know, Irenaeus was a great Christian leader in the first century. He gave a very famous quote and he said this, the glory of God is a human being fully alive. He said, the glory of God is a human being fully alive. He says, you know what makes God smile? When he looks down and he sees a guy using the talents that God gave him, he goes, that's my boy. I made him to be a salesman. I made him to be an accountant. I made him to be a WWF wrestler. I made him, you know, I wired him to be an athlete. I wired him to be an entrepreneur. And he's doing what I made him to do. That's my boy. And he looks down and he says, look at that woman. 
I made her to do this or this or this or this or this or this. And she's doing it. That makes me happy. Because I'm the creator. And that's what I wired her to do and to be. And she's doing it. And it makes me smile. You see, anytime something fulfills the purpose it was intended to fulfill, it brings glory to God. How does a pencil bring glory to God? By being a pencil. (laughs) By doing what it's intended. Pencils are made for writing. And when a pencil is used for the act it was intended, then it brings glory to God. Now, if you use a pencil to get ear racks out of your ear, that is a misuse and abuse. That does not bring glory to God. Okay? Uh, How does a knife bring glory to God? A knife is to be used, its intended purpose is to cut. Now, when you take a knife and you try to use it for something else, like screwing in a screw as a screwdriver, then you are misusing, abusing that knife. What am I saying? Everything you have in your life is a total gift from God. Everything. And it can be either used or it can be abused. Every gift of God can be used or misused and abused. Sex. When sex is used the way God intended between a husband and a wife, that brings glory to God. God goes, they're doing what I made them to do. But sex can also be misused and abused and it dishonors God. Money can be used to bring honor to God when it's used wisely. When money is misused or abused, it brings dishonor to God. Time. Time can be used to honor God or can be misused and abused and we abuse our time and waste it and it doesn't bring honor to God. Everything in life can be used or abused. It's all a gift from God and it's all good but it's used or abused. And God says, I'm testing you to see what you're doing with what I gave you. And there are eternal consequences on everything you do eternal consequences, rewards, roles, and responsibilities. So he says, I want you to bring me glory. Now, what about people? When people fulfill their purpose, they bring glory to God. But here's the problem. As human beings, we don't think like God. And we think only really bright people and really beautiful people are important. And they're worth a lot. But those of us who aren't bright and aren't important, we're not worth a lot. Well, you're dead wrong. You're de- Where does it say that in the Bible? Does it say that God loves some people more than others? Or that God says some are worth more than others? No. Whether you're contributing in some giant way or contributing in some little way, or you're sick and even can't even contribute at all, you have the same value in God's eyes. God says, I made you for my benefit, not for the opinions of other people. Look at what the Bible says. Isaiah 43, bring me all the people who are mine, whom I made for my glory. Circle that, whom I made for my glory. Those I formed and created. You were made for God's glory. That's why you're alive. If you didn't bring glory to God, you wouldn't be alive. You wouldn't be taking your next breath. God made you to enjoy you, to love you, to watch you, to bring glory, to to bring pleasure to himself. Now, why am I belaboring this point? Because there are a whole group of people out there today 
who are basically saying the only people that matter in life are those who are really smart, really beautiful, or really athletic. And those are the people that matter and the rest of you, tough luck. And only the superstars matter in life. And that's what our society says. They're more important than you. They're wrong. They're wrong. And they're even going to the point and say, well, what about these older folks who are in the rest homes? They're not making any contribution to society. They're not doing any good. They're not making a contribution. Why don't we just do euthanasia? That means knock them off, kill them, get rid of them. Because they've served, they're just taking up money on the tax rolls. And they're not making a contribution. Have you ever thought that God wants them alive because he just wants to love them? And they're alive not to give anything back to society, but to teach us to learn to love, to love unconditionally. God says, I love them, and I determined the day they will die before they were even born. And I don't want you short-circuiting that time. That's Rick Warren with Daily Hope. In a moment, Rick will return with a preview of tomorrow's program, the last part of his three-part message called, Why God Shaped You the Way He Did. But now, I would love to tell you about the Daily Hope website. It's rickwarren.org. Log on today, and you can get today's entire message, get message notes, social media links, and you can sign up for Rick's free Daily Hope devotional, which is great. So visit us anytime at rickwarren.org. And please don't forget that Rick wants to send you a very special gift to thank you for your donation supporting this Daily Hope broadcast. And it's the Shape to Make a Difference study kit by Saddleback Pastor Eric Reese, the perfect companion to the series you're hearing this month. You know, we all have a shape. And Shape to Make a Difference gives you tools you need to unlock your unique shape for doing exactly what God has created you to do. This includes discovering your spiritual gifts, clarifying what you have a heart for, recognizing your abilities, defining your personality type, and understanding how your life experiences can all be used to help others. You can't be good at everything, and you were absolutely shaped the way you are for a reason. So when you tap into the way God has shaped you and the secrets of your own personal makeup, you can discover the path to a life of unimagined purpose, impact, and fulfillment. So please request your copy of Shape to Make a Difference when you call with your donation to support Daily Hope, 800-600-5004. You know, this ministry is a 100% listener-supported broadcast, so your support is so very important. And we would love the chance to show you that we really appreciate you by sending you the Shape to Make a Difference study kit. Call now and request it at 800-600-5004. And if you can... Please consider giving just a little more to help keep Daily Hope on your station. And now with a quick preview of tomorrow's message, here's Pastor Rick. When you say, God, I don't like me. I wish I had more talent. I wish I could do that. I wish I looked like him. I wish I had her smarts or intelligence and on and on. You're basically saying to God, God, you blew it. You goofed up big when you made me. Everybody else is okay, but you goofed up when you made me. When you reject yourself, you are in essence rejecting God. That's next time. Be sure to join us again as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Daily Hope Ministries and listeners like you.
important is your shape to you? In his book, Purpose Driven Life, Rick Warren talks about how important your own shape is. Your uniqueness as a person is your shape. Your shape is a combination of your spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personality, and experiences. Your shape. Need help understanding your unique shape? Working with Rick Warren, Pastor Eric Rees put together a six-session DVD and study guide called Shape, Finding and Fulfilling Your Unique Purpose for Life. This empowering teaching gives you the tools you need to unlock your God-given potential, and it shows you how to unfold a kingdom plan for your life. The Shaped DVD and Study Guide are in one kit and is our gift to thank you for your donation to support this Daily Hope broadcast. So please request your kit when you call. 800-600-5004 Tap into the you that God shaped you to be. Request your Shaped Study Kit today. 800-600-5004 Daily Hope is a 100% listener-supported program, so thank you for your support to keep us on the station.